0: Hello, internet friends. My name is Bay, And welcome back to another episode of Final Boss TV. This is episode number 216, if my notes are accurate. And we're going to do another community sort of sit down, talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, past MMO experiences, things of that nature. We're raiding Pandemonium Asphodelos Savage in Endwalker right now. So we've got a couple of bosses down we can talk about. I want to talk about gearing. And how different it is compared to the other games that we have invested a lot of time into and how it's weird that we can invest a lot of time into 14 and get geared and then play other games and not feel like we're losing out so moments like that we brought back on bob and ben again from the previous episodes so you can go check out 215 where we talk about the differences in playing all this world of warcraft for like 15 freaking years and then we switch over to final fantasy early last year and we were all having an absolute blast That's basically the gist of the show today. So thank you for tuning in. This is on camera more so today with some background footage and Bob and Ben aren't though. They're just pictures. They're just blobs. But if you're watching this episode or listening to this episode within like the week that it's dropping right now, which will be January the 17th, 2022, head over to my Twitter, which is linked down below in the video description box or it's Final Boss TV on Twitter doing a sort of Endwalker celebration giveaway for Mog Station items. There are three winners totaling over a hundred dollars in Mog Station stuff. Hopefully I can do more of these in the future. So if you wanna win stuff, go check out the pinned tweet just on my Twitter, link down below. But without further ado, without me jibber jabbing anymore, these these boys were playing uh triple triad waiting for me to do my intro. So who, who won the triple triad match?
1: Bob oh, got fucking trounce oh. <laughs> did he really I don't know about trounce. trounce yeah let's play a card yeah nice nice plays dude nice plays
0: did you anyway. well so what was the winning card though did someone pull out some like real stupid nonsense did Bob just get like out carded out top decked as it were Garuda. it was Garuda mate Garuda
1: hey Garuda
0: did you play like ascension or any custom rules or anything no no just no nah. just vanilla
1: vanilla basic
0: basic triple triad boring, <laughs> boring <laughs> triple triad very cool well i i set up the show a while ago and i i said it before before i started recording that like it's been like stormy and dark i wanted to have like a cool background shot of the charlian harbor and it's freaking snowing on the water which is so wild but i whatever it looks neat I suppose is a backdrop because we have this, we have my ugly face, we have Pikachu, Bob's blue square of his sage in front of the moon and Ben you're a uh, you're an angry cat. Angry Frodo cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't see you can't see the Frodo. See the yeah. But it is a cat rest up his Frodo, it's true. All right, so the title of the show, which we'll get to as the uh, sort of the meat and potatoes topic, the middle of the show here, is we're going to talk about loot progression in 14. But I want to do a quick update and catch-up topic to start us off with first. So uh, as I said in my little intro, we do be raiding Pandemonium Savage right now. And we've been trying to catch up with with our community time frame and balancing everyone else's work schedules and stuff. So we only get to raid so much. But we are starting on P3S, which is Phoenix, on Tuesday, on the reset. Are anything you're looking forward to in learning that fight? I transcribed the entire freaking thing. But Ben, are you looking forward to figuring out those those AOE boss tank buster tethers over and over and over again and not messing them up ever?
1: I mean, I see triangles and I'm scared.
0: I, I did have all the pictures in, in Discord, and there are many triangles. That's true. Many, many triangles. But yeah. What I mean, you've watched some of the fight though. So, like, what are you looking forward to figuring out? Uh, I haven't out?
1: seen. I haven't seen a whole bunch.
0: Oh, going a little blind.
1: Um, I mean, I caught like, uh, Scribe and Echo and whatnot doing, doing their progression in there. and it was just fire. A lot of it.
0: Yeah, that was a. Uh, uh, you see the G shade. Filter you can put on to reduce the amount of red. I do they
1: want to rock
0: that. Not gonna lie, (laughs) it is very orange in that room. That is for sure. So Bob, you and I will. Yeah, and Bob will be healing with me for that fight, (laughs) and we've been doing a lot of damage on the first two encounters relatively trying to do the whole like OGCD healing, instant heals only. I white-maged on the second encounter, so we did a lot of rapture, uh, like efficiency healing, but Phoenix, we're going to have to do a lot of just stand still and heal forehead. Are you ready to actually just heal?
1: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) How How is it two shows
0: and Bob comes back with a boring ass answer again? Well, Come on. he is he is playing sage. Lasers are fun. I mean,
2: yeah, I'll heal. I got I got to heal, right? That's I don't know. You've looked well, up... at... what? I I, I I don't.
0: Is there anything in the encounter so far from the huge breakdown that you are not looking forward to to doing the dance and figuring out? Because there's. The fight is a lot of you do this thing once and then move on if you mess up, you just start back over. I mean there is a lot of triangles
2: <clears throat> that's for sure.
0: are you also afraid of triangles? No,
2: not inherently <laughs> just just Ben seems that seems to be Ben's
0: problem um, too many points a lot of things the... But you, you, as a paladin, though you you throw triangles at bosses, kinda swords, not really a tri. I don't know. Mm. Swords and triangles.
2: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no nah, I think you're stretching a bit there, but maybe. I don't know. It's just like it's just a lot of things, and trying to remember all the things. Yeah. With me and my, you know, questionable memory.
0: Well. Yeah, I mean, Cactbot has been updated. So at least I'll have like the timers, so I know like the cadence of how things work. That's what the first two videos are on the channel here and that's what you you can hear the little boing whenever something goes on. That's really all the, you know, DBM equivalent in 14 does is it'll say like left, west, you know, front side, <laughs> back. And so you'll you'll it keeps you remembering the movement to movement, but there's a lot of things on Phoenix I don't know if the Cactbot will be able to really help with because there's a lot of you must stand here at this angle and then stretch this tether and then bounce your giant cone of death in this very specific way to not clip other people that are also doing the same kind of. There's a lot of that, so I will try to to steer the the ship, as it were. Yeah, I don't know. Like just
2: looking at this, it's just a lot.
0: It is. It's an 11 minute fight.
2: Um, Maybe I'll be more afraid of some of this stuff when I actually start, it, but as a default, it's just like
0: these are mechanics. Yeah. Well, did you say these are mechanics? That is, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. That is what they are.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. That's all I got right now.
0: I put in my notes to ask, like, what are you least looking forward to in learning and executing? But with every encounter that gets figured out and sort of molded and adjusted and and sorted by the community and since we're like we're 2 weeks after the the initial launch because we're as we're recording we're like week 2 end of week 2 for uh this this raid savage and i'm going to be playing astro for the fight so one of the scariest mechanics where the whole raid essentially dies a combination of one two or four times each without actually dying and resetting you to one HP and putting a sort of mortal strike, you know, healing re- you know uh regenerative magic down debuff on everybody. Uh all just macrocosmos and heal us so about to fall in no time, because macrocosmos exists. So that mechanic won't be very hard. As long as people stand well, in the right spot.
1: And so so nice. I, thought, I,
0: thought
1: these, I thought these triangles were gonna be scary. I'm now seeing a lot of birds with purple lines. So I'm scared of that too.
0: Yeah, the the tether phase is a little wacky. That is for sure. And the images that and I've I've pulled resources from Mr. Happy's guide, so shout out to Mr. Happy and the, his team in making that those images. I don't know who makes them on his on his static, but it is funny how, how ridiculous they look, and how many lines and <laughs> just angles. Very acute angles on that fight, but And then of course, uh so A Final Fantasy 14 dev clearly likes Castlevania. The boss is the last encounter, which obviously we've done and we farm every week now on on normal mode, which is P4S in this case, which is parts one and part two. Part one about seven minutes long and then part two about 10, I think. So 15 plus minute encounter based on your DPS, even though you get a break once you beat the first part in that lockout, you can keep going. On the second part, but it also looks less chaotic compared to Phoenix. Are you, from what you've seen, Ben? Are you worried about anything in that encounter? Or figuring... I've seen a
1: lot more of of that fight than I have Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and I'd say for stage one, I'm not that scared. Uh, I think like the most crazy that happens is instead of one of the uh, the four. Uh, effects that can happen there could be two like there could be uh, the like the well and the lightning pit so it would like knock you out and then do the the big explosion
0: yeah all the the pinex or whatever P- pinex mm-hmm. abilities with his setting the stage combos there's uh, there's no randomness in this game like we've experienced in like spell cubing in World of Warcraft, but there is when he, when the boss picks his sequence of abilities, it'll always be that one and then a different one the next time. But adjusting to those will definitely be quick. The the first phase of that fight because it's like sub 7 minutes or right around it is very fast compared to we just did Hippocampus that was 10, and Phoenix is 11. So phase one of of Vampire Daddy is seven or less is very fast in comparison.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about phase one. Phase two, I am terrified.
0: It's a yeah, very there's
1: a whole lot of has a whole lot of thing happening.
0: <laughs> it's very like adult. Simon says for nine minutes uh, or so, nine ten minutes.
1: Just like a lot of uh, things where like people have to sh- like break a tether then a thing happens they all have to like walk around the room and somebody breaks something they shouldn't it's gonna go all crazy and things are gonna die Uh, but I think we'll be fine for the most part
0: yeah and other people in the the community free company have said that we're gonna be on Phoenix for like weeks depends we only get to Mm -hmm. raid so many hours a week but it is I mean, weird. We may, have to
1: do, we may have to do a Saturday again, maybe, mm-hmm. depending maybe. on how, depending on how we do uh,
0: during the week. There's no over
1: the replay, of course.
0: Yeah, there's no overtime police for 14 rating. I don't think if that meme hasn't spread, <laughs> so I think we're okay. And I guess as the a sidebar, then Bob for the the differences in normal to savage from like healing optimizations i know you and i sat down the other day for a good hour hour and a half right before we then went back in and completed p2s when we sort of we optimize like how and when we are healing things which is very much how the two healers in in 14 savage i must across the many many teams figure things out i'm sure some that are really good just fly by the seat of their pants but we like to to plan out all the different events what do you foresee us trying to figure out are you on the spot are you gonna go scholar to my astro for the last two or are you gonna keep trying to fire lasers
2: i mean i'd prefer to fire lasers <laughs> I, I definitely enjoy scholar uh, sage more than a scholar yeah but uh i don't know um then like at least from my perspective the main thing that differentiates scholar from sage is uh deployment tactics and just like putting in a very large shield on the entire raid. Yeah. I think that's good.
0: Yeah, every 90 seconds uh raising your entire health pool. Well of the the scholar doubles their health pool normally and then the rest of the raid gets like a fifty to seventy five percent HP bump for twenty seconds yeah. or so. Pretty good. Which, I don't know, it might be hard to
2: argue with. But then again, maybe I end up having to play Scholar just for Chain Stratagem. Yeah. Oh, so they were more multiplicatives under, I do know, two-minute windows.
0: Yeah, we we have to... But... As the healers, we have to commit more to maintaining and sustaining. We won't be able to just sit around and use filler damage the whole time. So allowing the bigger burst windows when we can plan around us being able to do damage and we I throw out all my cards and hit divination and get astrodine up and you hit chain strat and get your six ether charges going pew 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 so there's some lasers on scholar well I guess you'd only fire five you'd want to float one maybe whatever that might be how it to play it
2: maybe I don't know I'll have to look at it more
0: Uh, for sure all right, enough Him and hawing in the first topic. Let's get Bob needs some blood flow apparently. So let's talk about loot because that's the big thing. Uh, I I posed this question to Mog Talk because Frosty was asking for like just suggestions. This is almost similar to what I, I I posed to him on Twitter. So I'll have to go check out the latest Mog Talk and see if they they you know talked about it. But the I played a bunch of World of Warcraft. Obviously, all three of us have. Um. A different amount of us in the community have played a bunch of SWOTOR, like the end game sort of raiding level. So we have different thoughts on loot systems. And now that we're two weeks into how Savage works with now a month of normal mode farm, the the heckin' loot is loot, and gearing and loot in this game is just too damn good. What do you remember about like wow's loot system bob compared to how loot is now in 14 and just how <laughs> much it <laughs> <Ben> just lasts laughs. <laughs> uh,
2: i mean being <clears throat> the at least for me the main thing that 14 has going for it yeah really is when you're in a group with people you're playing you know, and ideally like uh the ability to put gear where you want it cleanly
0: it's a novel concept,
2: eh? Is kind of awesome. Uh but there is something to be said for those moments of like high roll. There's got to definitely be said for them for like just a moment of excitement.
0: Are you talking but, about Titan forging or or War forging being good systems?
2: Oh no, they're not good. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say that. That's a that that's a lot, but they they have mo like you have to admit to some some degree there are moments of oh crap this really rare this like item that doesn't drop that often seemingly has now dropped and. I've rolled a, like, 1%er to, like, plus 30 item level on it or something like that. Like, that's an exciting moment. And then that's you just- realize you're never replacing that item ever. And then you get sad. Uh, so, mixed bag, I
0: guess. You sort of talked yourself into feeling good and then bad about <laughs> about that example.
2: Yeah, I mean...
1: I mean, He's that's just, that's just wild system. loot, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's not a good system
1: in the whole. I mean, what? But it has moments.
2: It? That's that's what I was trying to get at. Hm.
1: Do any of these talk about the fucking arcano crystal or the balls it was from uh, Night uh, Nighthold, was it? Uh, you mean all of Legion? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing I was thinking of. But mm-hmm. like it's it's you get that item, and that's your trinket for the rest of the two years of the expansion. Have fun. Yeah. Like... Uh, like I'm, I'm happy they got rid of the Titan forging stuff. Like that—that that was a good thing that they got rid of. Yeah. Agreed. But the randomness is still a thing, and yeah. they just don't want to get away from it.
2: But it's—and it's not even like randomness that feels good. At least—at least the thing Titan Forge is going for it, the only—it's only positive was that occasionally it would
1: get a big like dopamine hit. I mean, honestly, if if they but just... then it would go away and be sad. If they just allowed us to put loot where we wanted it, I don't think it'd be nearly a problem. But the Anything. fact that the fact that I get like uh, back when we were doing Nathria or uh, whatever the new one was,
0: um, Sanctum,
1: that's the one. You know, I I got several items I don't need that I couldn't trade. Yeah, like, it was actively a, a loss on my character if I equipped those things. But it could be a, It could easily be a bonus. Save Teddy. Took those items. But can't give them to him. Nope. That that doesn't feel good.
0: Yeah. There's there's this weird. And and while I used to have a bit more of this in the past, but it's obviously changed so much since like Warlords kind of into Legion and now forward. You know BFA now into into Shadowlands. But right now in fourteen. In the rating we've been doing now, because we've rated a whole bunch, like leading up to this, like I'm I'm gonna put up our our original uh, when we were like learning fledgling raiders, when we've had a, a squad together in the community free company when we did Bahamut, which is so different at 50 than compared to 80 or 90 content in this game, but knowing your entire raid group only consisting yeah of like eight players compared to 20 like in mythic. World Of Warcraft, or if you have like a, a flex group for heroic and normal, of you know, 10 to up to what 25 30, but you all get gear every single raid night when you complete bosses, either you know, by a master loot style determinist or deterministic token system where you like just pass on loot. Like last night, we, we let our DPS roll on the weapon upgrade token and in, in an order that we had determined and all talked about. We had the, the coding for an accessory upgrade that we also talked about. And then we found out who could use the... It was boots and helm, I think. We knew where that was going yeah. to help our overall group. <laughs> now, what if we had killed that boss and, like, the weapon upgrade went to, like, me randomly? Some and did, and me, the Let's token went to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> we had yeah, no control of it. it. That, that's we the difference. <laughs> yeah, Or oh, we couldn't trade anything, yeah. It yeah, just makes raiding... It makes rating feel so rewarding knowing each reset in this game you progress forward and even even as 14 moves and you get more loot as more bosses fall down and you get more currency every week and you cap on your your astrology or whatever right your your weekly tokens you still then even if your main job is done you then just immediately can gear your other job not like an alt spec but like i can gear and get a weapon for my other healers i can start getting tank gear because no one will need stuff. So we'll just we'll just like roll on things. And it'll become random at that point. Or people will just be like, yeah, we can pass to, you know, Bay gets this, you know, Ben can get that, Teddy can get this. Instead of the RNG personal loot that we had no control over for like a year plus, more than that, technically, in, in World of Warcraft. So the other thing I put in here on my notes too is like, what if you get loot and it's like, oh, nothing for casters dropped, another reset in a row. I mean, I think I've, I've, we've picked on Harry for this a couple of times before, but he was with us yeah. in the WoW Community Guild for weeks and weeks and did the grind and did some Mythic Plus here and there and did it. But then it was like two or three whole resets of Castle Nathria in a row. He got nothing. Yeah, not one piece.
1: Yeah.
0: So he, just, he didn't want to play anymore.
1: Like, Same thing happened again. Like the, a piece dropped for me because we were different Warlock specs, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, the I think it was Pants. I can't remember. Um the stats were terrible for my spec. Harry would have needed them. I couldn't give
0: them to him. Because they were hard a little <laughs> like, for you.
1: Yeah. I remember that being a thing. Um You know, that's just how it be. Until until they, you know, I guess find some some brain cells over there at Blizzard and put Master Luto back in. That's gonna be how it is.
0: I know I can pull it up on my character here. I know there is obviously some feedback that I have sort of osmosed in learning about this game. That since everything is a currency and everything is on a vendor, it doesn't have the same kind of like Bob's point earlier. It doesn't have the same like feeling of those moments of ah, but mm. at the same time, like last night when we killed Hippocampus, and then on Tuesday when we re clear it because we know who's getting what in what order. We're going to go, like, weapons or to DPS first, and then DPS is going down by tier. So it's, it's do it on Reaper. Monk second, summoner third, and then bard last. Everyone knows on that reset, when we go clear, they get their weapon upgrade to help us towards the end. It depends, because we're looking at 605 weapons once we get Vampire Daddy down in a couple of weeks. But you'll know, you log in, you play well, you get your weapon for your main job. Not you log in, you raid for three hours, four hours, clear the entire raid, do multiple difficulties, you get nothing. That that's the dopamine hit for me. Not even I didn't even get anything. This reset. I got I bought my pants from tokens. I got I got these. I got my five ninety token pants as of we're sitting here right now. But think, knowing that everyone gets stronger together is so good. It feels so fulfilling from a game system perspective, if you're really On about those game systems.
2: I, um, yeah, like having a everything on the token definitely does remove that like really high end, but it also removes all of the low end, so you don't get those feel bad moments. Right.
0: Yeah, because
1: even then, right, the the high end is not even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the wow moment of, of, say, opening up that dumb-ass vault and uh-huh. getting that one piece that you've been waiting for for, you know, months, uh, that that whole thing doesn't matter. Because, again, like Bob said earlier, like you get it, and then you're like, okay, cool, I have this. Now I won't be replacing this for ages. Right. Like, this, this won't be a thing I'll be replacing. And, you know, 14 has a constant progression. Every time there's a new thing yeah. out, you're going to get a new thing. And you still have to work to get
0: it. Yeah. Every there's only there's four. Well, I guess there's there's the start of the game in fourteen. There's the base tier, and then there's three tiers of rating. And between each of those, there's the catch up with the alliance raids, right? So you still have to you have to get your baseline at the start of an expansion, and then you do have to refarm, as it were, the next upgrade. But you're moving your character forward. Eye level jumps are so important in this game. Weapon scaling is so very very strong so even I'm showing on screen right now my the cane that I can get from Tombstones eventually if I don't just wait it out and get the one from from Vampire Daddy it only says to so those that might not know it's like plus two magic damage but in the formula of how that stacks with your main stat which is mind it's so incredibly strong 14 more mind and two magic damage base will be a huge bump and then even more, of course, if the 590 weapon gets replaced by the 605, which is the best in the game currently. And every, every small increment feels like you all gain power together because there's so much less like RNG, proc-based randomness, all this gear nonsense, borrowed power system, which I, I need to post a link to it if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube. I did a poll a few days ago uh, maybe a week ago now, about asking player people who are on my YouTube channel. I did it on Twitter as well. What's the one thing you want, like, removed the most from World of Warcraft? And Twitter had mm. mixed, but YouTube was like seventy-eight percent borrowed power. Just get rid of it. Like hundreds of votes. Just get rid of borrowed power. Because yeah, fourteen doesn't have any of that. Like you, you work towards in a bit of a, like an arbitrary, like, binary, linear path. But you always get stronger. You can put in time. You get stronger. You beat the content. You get stronger. Even if you don't get loot, you still get the the book system in Savage anyway. And obviously the token system in Normal. You still grow as a character. I don't know, like some crazy soapbox. It was just mostly frustrating, like running and organizing the community guild in World of Warcraft for like a year, year and a half. With, we had what, close to 30 people at the start. We were almost full, like 24, 25, and then some random people here and there. And what we have at the end, like a year plus later after Sanctum, we had like 14. People were just so un, just having no fun. Getting nothing. Having to do Mythic Pluses every week. Getting the the vault. I, I was such a stand for the vault at first when it first came out. And then you, you realize like four or five weeks into the vault that, uh... Not that good. <laughs> not not that good.
1: That's yeah, the it's, they kind of just need to do away with the whole vault thing. They need to. They need. To, they need to let people gear three mythic plus if they really want to. If they if people really want to sit there and do that, let them do it. If they find that fun, then let. That's a good thing. Um, but they, they yeah, I seems to be they seem to be out for for not letting anyone have fun <clears throat> have well, fun how we want you to have fun
0: in the in in the wow i think it it strings the players along in a different way, and I don't feel like I'm being strung along in fourteen like I completed like need, seven we resistance weapons before endwalker yeah. even came out, right the best weapons in the game I just I'm I put excited in the time to do
1: those as well in endwalker when they uh, when they arrive.
0: Yeah, we'll and we'll be doing them at the cadence that they launch over the four patches. So it'll probably yeah. feel way different. It'll probably be more grindy, to be honest. But it's the kind of the, the design point.
1: Yeah, it'll take the three months up until the next the next part. Yeah. Um not three months for one, it'll be like three months for for several. Yeah. Uh, you you would be able to get uh I'd say maybe half before the next the next chunk comes out.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I, I obviously shared my thoughts on, on that quite a bit, but so does gearing in 14 stumble anywhere because we obviously have that like, uh, when we bring up World of Warcraft to compare the loot system to, but that was where we just kind of, you know, came from, but yeah, Ben, just to go back to you then, do you feel like it stumbles anywhere still though? Could it be even better, you know, insert the Pedro Pascal meme? From Wonder Woman 2 in here, like the only good part of that movie, but anyway,
1: yeah, it, be it could be
0: from that movie. It's good, um, but it could be better. Like, what,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, from, from a pure selfish tanking perspective, yeah, uh, I want the, I want more gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, other than that i don't have any any issues with it i think gearing is is fine um you know that i the fact that i get that i don't have an item in my bag that is not a thing i want in my bag is a good thing and um, all right yeah I don't, have, I don't really have any negatives for it,
0: <clears throat> didn't, even bring uh, it didn't even bring up crafted gear and all this i don't even put that in my notes and how important crafting oh, yeah. is in this game
1: I guess that shit's annoying. Fucking 63 materia for the story yesterday
0: just ah. poof. <laughs> but then it evens out, right? Cuz the day beforehand, Bob was like I'm going to just materia up and overmeld some some gear. And uh overmelding is a system of of adding essentially gem slots, adding materia to beyond what a gear piece allows. Blue is the slot that's okay and then you can add four more pieces on crafted and three more on on gear uh, on crafted accessories on gear. You can add three more. And Bob, he, we think we did your full pentamelt on a piece of gear with like maybe losing less than 30.
2: Uh, The first mm-hmm. one was we did it. Got it in one. Yeah. Uh, then it was like four. Uh, then the next one was like six or something.
0: It wasn't bad at all. That's that's usually my overmelding
1: experience in in Endwalker. Anyway, like I haven't lost uh, crazy amount to the uh, other than that one time I accidentally lost all my uh, debt, and then Bob had hooked me up with some. Um, it was just this one last, this one last bit in my ring that I just couldn't.
0: It wasn't giving it to me, man. Yeah, trolling, trolling, and And then. but the Destora got screwed, that's for sure. No, no, I got screwed. I gave him my 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 material. Oh, that was
1: moved. Oh, that was yours. Okay. I'm the one that got screwed.
0: Well, you were you were helping out Destora. Yeah, moral of the story, don't help anyone. Well they I was did. gonna say don't help Destora.
1: <laughs>
0: Not anyone. Cause we're all helping in Banyan together now to make a whole bunch of of consumable food that will potentially last us like the rest of the year. If you make enough food. That's the store's guilt. Oh, he feels guilty about. Okay. That could work. That could work. Bob, do you have any thoughts on from a healer perspective or just another player of the game so far, learning stuff that the loot systems and gear progression falters in 14 and could be better.
1: Hmm.
2: Is there a place where it's bad? I mean, I'm a fan of dopamine hits, but
0: Mhm.
2: They're mostly useless. Uh, they tend to be useless, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't really see a thing. Like The dopamine hit, like
1: it's it's a it's a thing that that, that hits you and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like it immediately. Good. It feels good. That's the whole point.
0: I mean, if I want a dopamine hit, I'll play, like, Super Auto Pets or, or go blast things in Destiny or, I don't know, stuff like that, I suppose.
1: Sure. Dark Souls is a good dopamine hit. You should play
0: that. Dark, Dark play Souls? Yeah. A yeah. handful of people in the community right now. Are...
1: Down. I mean, I'd definitely get like, all those dopamine hits got a in God of War.
0: Yeah, when, I, when yeah. I was playing it a while ago and I only, like, only took a few pulls on The Dancer, for example... That felt great. Holy crap. When I figured out the pattern of the dancer and realized she had like a weak spot where she doesn't really attack. Oh, that, that felt good. Heck yeah. But that's similar though. And like when we, when you progress in, in we're talking about the loot systems, right? That's similar to how it feels like to even just progress on encounters in 14.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: yeah. because they're scripted, they have some variance, not really RNG, so when we get a minute longer in the fight or we beat that hard encounter, like we're, when we get through, you know, Storms of Asphodelos and Flames of Esphodelos and the crazy, like, you know, death phase thing nonsense in Phoenix, like, those are, that feels good too. Like, beating that script, that part of it the play. Of
1: mechanics going off without hitch is always, a, is always a good thing. It
0: always feels good. Yeah, like arrows too, not killing anyone in Hippocampus. Mm-hmm. I think
1: yeah. we're still yet to do a clean three, though. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got arrows too, is fine. I'm
1: sure we can do it, though.
0: There's no reason why we can't. Yeah, I mean, repeat farm is is in just a little bit on Tuesday, so... Mm. Yeah.
2: um, But yeah, in general, no, I don't think it really stumbles anywhere in particular. Uh, Maybe, like, I'm going to stretch a little bit. Okay. Maybe the value of crit is too good but yeah. Uh, yeah that that feels really like i'm stretching
0: that's also like a, a, a that brings in like the stat discussion which we could have you know later on just as like a as a sidebar is that yeah you basically just you stack crit on almost every single job in this game but then i've also heard other creators in the the final fantasy 14 space that have said that that's actually like they enjoy that is they know there's a best stat and then they figure out like their second best right it's like, like it's like making a abyss list right
2: yeah that's why I'm not like really sure if that's actually a bad thing yeah I'm just like do you I really have want to to, if I, if I need gear, to find a complaint well hey that's all I got
0: <laughs> Bob does have some piety in his gear not sure he needs it but he does
2: I definitely What's don't it? need it
0: no
1: why do you have piety in your gear <laughs> I thought I was gonna need it you imbecile is it is a pentamelded thing sorry what did you put it in a pentamelded thing uh yeah they're over and over melded slots
0: yeah, yeah yep
1: get that shit out put some I've, good stuff in it
0: i've seen it i've seen it wanna, i mean i you have wanna, you want to provide i have <laughs> what do you need? no piety I'll talk on about that later yeah on my astro i have some on my white mage which even though I watched back through it just because when we really figured out the second encounter on P2S, I really didn't need I probably do that with, with Min Piety White Mage. And probably do the first fight as well, but there's not enough damage. I probably cannot do that on the last two for sure. But I'm also gonna play Astro, which doesn't care about mana because you can't like run out of mana on this on this. I healer. mean
2: you get like you get like four thousand piety a minute <laughs> or four thousand MP a minute or something.
0: Yeah. Just an absolute wild amount, that's for sure. <laughs> but anything else on on loot and gearing in uh in fourteen that you wanna wanna go over? I just I I think it's it's great, like trying to put you know write the ship essentially. Like I'm not the captain. Uh, we don't really have like a who's in charge, um, but helping organize and put together to facilitate something, and then having everyone progress their jobs every week when you're raiding is so much more just comforting and, and stress relieving and just a, a relaxing feel that once we finish our, our, you know, nine to 10 hours a week, I'm just like, everyone got stronger and we got stronger together I and mean, we had fun doing it because the encounters are fun. The game is fun. I'd have weeks back when we were doing sanctum of domination with all the domination slot gear and, and not dropping and, They are trying to curb that with the NYX raid coming out in 9.2. I didn't really bring this up, but they uh, apparently the tier sets when they come back at 9.2. The current amount of drop tier sets is like starts at four plus boss loot. So bosses will start dropping like five, six, seven, eight pieces of loot with a chunk of them being tier gear. Which might be enough to feel better.
2: I mean, it dropping any amount more loot is gonna feel better, but I don't yeah. know if that fixes the problems.
1: Mm. I mean, a, a lot of class problems, like I said last time, are just they're too they're too deep. Yeah, they're, they're too deep. They need to they need to get back to the drawing board with it, and I don't think they will. <laughs> don't think I don't think changing glue is gonna fix anything. Yeah, um, but it's definitely
0: a start, I guess. So that's actually a pretty okay topic to sort of springboard off of then so last up on the docket today I had that this may be a bit beyond all of our collective understanding like Phaedron in the community has been the longest like standing member that's been playing a long long time beyond us so he might have a different feeling of this could maybe ask him or rope him in on a future um, community sit down here but We did just get to watch the world race for pandemonium asphodelos savage the first four circles and it was obviously cleared in the first week there were many guilds that did it but they are obviously very proficient at doing this but i noticed something that i hinted at earlier in the show while i was watching intermittently watching like Frosty's stream or catching up on stuff on on twitter or seeing the videos coming on youtube square enix really sticks to a very consistent format of how they have been building final fantasy 14 and since this is the first chunk of the game they're playing the next 10 years this is the first encompassing full story from from arr to 6.0 of endwalker that's one story one one piece but when it comes to like the questing structure once you get a Stormblood, they sort of iron out where that's going to from the patch content cycle where it's always you know the, the the point the point one point two point three point four point five point five five every single expansion sort of follows this this whole thing even like how dungeons were rebuilt after ARR they weren't so sprawling and WoW based they were more like streamlined and linear and you kind of were on rails the whole way you go through you go through three bosses and you you get out and even to the gear we just talked about right the, all the the token based the drops the books from Savage all these deterministic things but. I only started playing in May 2021. Do you think there is some worry that you're picking up on the community at large or whispers in the dark, so to speak, that the formula, if they stick to this, if Square Enix sticks to this formula will get stale? And it would hurt the game in the long run. Bob, do you have thoughts on the staleness that could happen? Or no? Uh...
2: No, I don't really have thoughts on it because I... I don't really get that feeling much. Um, okay. like 'cause Like, because I played WoW for 13 years, just for example.
1: Yeah.
2: Or more, probably. Uh, time. Um,
0: <laughs> don't think about it.
2: <clears throat> and at no point did I ever feel like the game was stale. Like, it just got bad. That's all. It so like a nosedive.
1: It was a gradual stale. Like, yeah,
2: like mm. and I just I just haven't played enough of Final Fantasy to like really know like what is it? Is it a bad thing that it repeats the same basically the same cadence? Mm. But like just looking at it like structurally, I guess, it's probably easier to build something like that when you know. Okay, so this is six one, for example. Right. We're gonna do this next story bit and we're gonna do the extreme trial for the final uh MSQ trial. Uh and we're gonna do one, we've got a new ultimate. Okay, and we've got some new side stuff, cool, okay, good. That's that's the plan. All right, now let's go build it. Like that that seems like a more straightforward thing to do compared to like with wow it's just so kind of all over the place even though their structure is pretty pretty i guess static kind of Mm -hmm. too now at least nowadays so i don't know i don't think i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing from a like like thinking about it perspective but i don't have enough experience with it to like speak to it um from a, the, how it feels, how that feels as it comes out.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a very different design point. And that's the, I guess, scheduling is a big one that comes to mind as you were going through that. I forgot to like bring that up too, is that outside of the Endwalker delay that happened recently, and obviously they're being very, if you're following the news, Yoshi P and his team are being very, coherently consistent and very clear that they can't just solve the server problem. They can't just solve the instancing problem. They did update us about the fact that we will get server bumps, but not until summer 2022 and then fall 2023 before the next expansion. There's a lot of, or after the next expansion sometime in there around that period, there is problems that exist that they can't just fix, but they are trying to tell them and it's the one thing even live letter we're gonna live letter at the end of february coming up that has even been told to be teasing 7.0 which uh, may be a good thing maybe a bad thing it's a marketing thing at some point but then also being clear with their players where they're going where they want to take the game world of warcraft always felt like when is the next patch well i don't know like ptr has been up for how long six eight weeks how long can the cycle yeah. be two two months three months four months how long is beta? Is six months enough? No, let's do four. That was bad. Let's do eight. Is that too long? It's always so... Which is free-flowing and it could be adapting, but then from a, the player side of things, you just never know when anything's going to happen. Whereas 14's dev cycle and their scheduling, they're so very... I don't know if it's strict. Hopefully everything is going good over there at Screenix because they did get hit with some weird, you know, crunch labor articles that came out that weren't great from I don't know what divisions though because they do a lot of work to make the game and have this cadence, have this schedule, stick to it and and keep up with it so that players know there's a consistency of when things will happen which is also fantastic. It's such a weird different breath of fresh air to, to, to know you will get X, Y, and Z when back in Warlords they just cut that other raid we found out you know during the beta cycle for legion like we didn't there was no communication there was nothing we had found it in like the you know, old files it's like none of that that i'm i pick up on with how square enix and yoshi p and his team structure 14. they're going to do this they've stuck to it now for years and years they're going to keep doing this and it feels good
2: uh yeah, I think Endwalker and part of Shadowbringers is really the only thing where they really had an issue with that, with like cutting content, quote unquote cutting content, because the the six point one ultimate was supposed to be full in Shadowbringer.
0: Oh, but got, I, it
2: got pushed back into Endwalker.
0: I didn't know that. Uh, okay,
2: because of I I might think it was uh, COVID related, but
1: could be pandemic
2: related. Not, yeah, not
1: certain. Right. Um, I, I just think I don't think it was. I think it was just they wanted to put everything they they had into the into Endwalker. Oh yeah, that could very easily be the thing too. But and I mean, like you know, it's not like it's not like they were just like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, they didn't like, just cut it and just, like just they just, delay it for a bit. Yeah, it did not cut and run. They're like, well, right. it's not going to be ready in time, so we're going to move it.
1: Right, and instead we're
2: point. now going to get
1: two ultimates in this expansion instead of one.
2: Well, but we were—I yeah. I think they were we supposed to get two, normally, but we might get three, for Endwalker, if, oh, yeah. if they do. Because there, there was a plan to do two in Shadowbringers, but we got pushed.
1: That much I don't know.
0: That'll um, be wild, yeah. yeah.
1: So, we'll see, but. New ultimate looks pretty cool as well. There's, uh, there was a, a picture floating around around uh, of a boss,
0: which uh, definitely has me interested. Oh like data mine stuff. Yeah. That's also didn't bring that up at all.
2: Well, more leak stuff than data mine, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah data mining doesn't happen to the same degree in in 14 yeah, as yeah. There's like there's no PTR, so there's nothing to really data oh, yeah. mine for 14 compared to like WoW and and stuff oh, like that. Even even swotor had PTR stuff here and there. So like, like hiring people to do that do that stuff for you is a good idea well, keep it all internal versus you mean you're 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 taking a jab at like you know what I used to do all the the unpaid open beta testing from your community yeah
1: of course all of that was very fun but when you know hundreds and hundreds of hours of people like yourself doing a metric fizzle ton of of work mm-hmm. uh, and feedback uh, compiling all of this and it just being practically ignored yeah uh, it's you know in, in this case you know we, people people post stuff on the forum and most of the time it gets listened to sorry Dark Nights
0: but <laughs> oh. yeah they're still in a they, they still have some feedback they'd like to share I'm sure
1: but you know most of this, most of the stuff gets gets listened to.
0: It, yeah, I mean we've had, we know that in 6.08, 6.08 coming mid February ish or so, there are going to be the potency updates to many of the jobs that that need some right now. Now that we know their stance on that, that Reaper is the DPS baseline and it's it's hot. So everything else is about to get hot, hot, hot. If they have to bring everything else up that's going to be very different. We'll have to see how the game adjusts and changes. Oh, you can't sit on this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Just, just thinking about how, but so I have on here, Square Enix. Could they spice things up though? And Bob doesn't think they need to spice anything up. They need to, Sticking to this, this raw core formula is obviously like really good.
1: Next things up in which way though? Like, are we talking about like a formula in terms of like their, uh, their patch cycle? Or...
0: Well, I, yeah. So I, I know people have, I think Mr. Happy spoke about this before. I think Zeppla's nodded to this as well. in some of her, her little zip live, you know, highlights that I've seen from her reading through notes and things about like harder four man content. There really isn't yeah. that in 14, not to think that there needs to be like some Mythic Plus madness, and they got to be careful because Mythic Plus is both great and awful for the oh, WoW economy. Maybe,
1: cause, cause Fourteen would do the thing that Blizzard once did, which is the challenge modes, which was fun, it gave yeah. you a nice old transmog for doing it.
0: i yeah, be that anymore. I'd be down for challenge modes.
1: Uh, okay. Cool little mount, maybe for doing all of them within a certain time uh, time period, or with the dungeons. Yeah, that would be cool, and that's probably something I could see them doing, because you know they know that cosmetics are the thing people want yeah not necessarily power um you know i just yeah i mean i if they if they were to do a lot i think fcp has said that they are going to be doing more four-man content than uh i can't can't remember when he said it Uh, i think he mentioned it during jesse and uh jesse's jesse and jp's bill interview oh okay uh, i can't quite remember yeah, it's like
2: the it was, hard it was in a it was in a couple of uh interviews during yeah. the media tour
0: okay so they, they it's oh. on their radar then because like the big things yeah. we know that are coming soon besides the normal stuff with the, the trial series starting the alliance series starting the ultimate raids coming out which as you say it out loud it's a lot They've got the the big PvP system revamp and sort of their own take on
1: Island entries are coming. You got the first of the three the first of the three uh what the hell do you call them? Beast tribes. Oh, yeah, Um, new beast tribe stuff, yeah. So many stuff. So so many stuff. So much stuff is coming. Yeah. In point one. Um I was I was sat here literally the other day talking to Bob saying I think point one is going to be quite a small patch. It's not. <laughs> no.
2: I don't. I don't know if if Final Fantasy XIV knows what it means to be a small patch. I well, but, don't know if they.
0: Well, their small patches like the one they just did, right? Or like the six oh eight. Those are small, right? The non dot one dot two dot threes are obviously where they put their small stuff, where they put the tweaks, they do the updates, because they don't do hot fix madness like what what Blizzard does. They really don't... They Obviously, there's, there's some points, but they usually do it just on Tuesday, maintenance kind of window. They don't have the same architecture in the back end, or they choose not to continuously throw darts at problems with hot fixing, right? When stuff comes out, it's QA'd to a point. Like, I haven't heard of anything during the, the raid race, to double back on that topic for just a moment, of, like, ridiculous bugs or hearing things on Frosty Stream about things being broken or not working right. I know there was maybe one instance of something weird but how many times during the race to world first and i was there i was there for four of them where there's we can't progress on this part of the fight because it's broken or the overlap just kills you and we have to wait for blizzard to hot fix it live and i think scribe's going on record right now is saying that that he's been digging in with echo and figuring out 14 systems and, and raiding and doing their stuff and his quote, I think, just went a little bit, you know, semi viral within our community is that World of Warcraft is messy, was just all he said. And that's true compared to, to 14's rating scene and how clean and concise and controlled and formed and QA'd and molded and, and tested before it launches. I and mean, then it's just there. Yeah. I'd have to agree. It's very different. For sure, I also had on here, yeah, to go back to what we were talking about, like I solo stuff was my other spice things up thing because all you can really do that's in this game that's solo difficult, you could solo QPVP, I guess. Uh, but there's like Palace of the Dead, Heaven on High, going 200 floors up by yourself. That's about all that 14 really offers for that. So I know people have brought that up, but I've heard or seen like Reddit threads of suggestions and stuff like that for what what could be harder solo content in 14. But then I think did Yoshi P not say they're gonna add another, you know, Palace of the Dead, Heaven on High kind of thing during Endwalker's cycle as well? So that could be
2: uh, I don't think he's I don't think they were said specifically a deep dungeon style thing, but Okay. Uh that's that's what he, what they were talking about in the media tour was yeah. Was that that as for content, but that's kind of the only reason that the palace of the dead and Heaven on high solos are challenging is because they are built for four people. So right. doing it by yourself, obviously makes it a lot harder.
0: Yeah. In comparison, but there's, that's what I wonder. And then I, again, I bring up solo, hard content things to challenge, you know, individual players. And Well I just finally brought back the mage tower and then only brought it back for what three or four weeks now it's gone for six months <laughs> so i it, it, yeah. it, that's a weird one I'm uh, not exactly sure why that was chosen and not just put in the game to to exist so players could just keep enjoying it nope they
2: they had to they got a flavor of the month you man.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's another weird, just to put another, you know, knock in, in 14's belt here is that all of everything in this game, just, it doesn't go anywhere. I don't, I've never heard of anything being removed. Every single dungeon, every single trial, all the raids all exist in the game. And through settings like unrestricted, you go back and you can solo stuff. That's a new thing that people are doing. Every expansion that starts, like Mr. Happy's doing it. That's hard solo stuff, if you're a warrior, I guess, is you go back and solo old old raids and trials from that weren't previously as gear gets better and you level up over it. There's some of that, I suppose, but none of it goes away. And it's weird that World of Warcraft has, has brought in systems and then just like borrowed power, they they, they take him out. I don't get it. And you can get those on a daily basis when you obviously queue up for roulettes and stuff too. Which is refreshing. I don't know how if older players are getting bored of that. That'd be a tough one. You need to ask very seasoned players what their thoughts on or of those, of those systems. And the fact that they've... What, eight years later, they queue up and they get an Alexander raid. Like, oh boy. You know, do they still find that fun and novel or or not so much I think it's pretty neat so far but I'm only like barely a year into playing the game almost there (laughs) so how about some closing thoughts then which this will uh, I'll put a spoiler sort of bracket out there for those that haven't finished the Endwalker MSQ uh oh I just want to know what your guys favorite like moment in the Endwalker MSQ was because we know that uh, again, 6.0 is the end of the Heidel and Zodiac whole storyline. So there's mm-hmm. the patch content doesn't do what the previous expansions do with how the story kind of goes between patch one, you know, point one, point two, point three, and then it ends. 6.0 is is done. So what's your favorite moment in Endwalker? Was it a, a cutscene in particular? Was it a dungeon, a trial, the raiding so far? So Ben, what are your, what's your favorite moment in Endwalker?
1: cheat and uh, I have three tied, so. <laughs> you what? I have three tied for first
0: place. <laughs> three ties. Okay, well. Oh, for, for what I really liked. I guess that's allowed? Uh, that's that's allowed?
1: It, it has to be literally the entire zone of Elvis. Ah. Uh, from moment one that's on, this one's pretty good. The is the best thing in the game. Um and the talk you have with with uh, uh with Crystal Mama um you know definitely didn't break me. Uh having the little <laughs> chat after the fight. Oof. Yeah, that uh-huh, uh, you know, it's all of that stuff was it was excellent at but I think the thing that maybe etches above all of it is is that final that final little chunk with with our boys. Uh with uh Emma and, and Hithelodius. Oh um, yeah, in
0: the in the field of Elpis Flowers. Yeah.
1: That that, that still is a difficult thing for me to watch. <laughs> that, that entire bit, the, the walk up to the up to the final bit. That scene. Fuck it all. I hate it. Makes me sad. <laughs> uh, um, you know, even though literally, uh, you know, I, it makes me think that we're not going to see them again, but also makes me think we are going to see them again. That's another reason why I hate it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> playing with me, I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say those, those three moments in particular are uh, are definitely the best things uh that have happened in this game full stop
0: <laughs> oh you went far you so said happened in this game or are you keeping it to the, whole game. the whole game and the whole game yep dang because
1: like that and the louis sucks you know, i hands his cutscene, but yeah we won't talk about that
0: oh uh, okay that's a given <laughs> bob do you have a tied for first place multi-list or do you have one thing that just stuck out to you as your favorite moment in endwalker
2: well, all the, the good bits i have uh, I have a definitive like thing that was most affecting to me
0: uh, most um, emotional moment yeah okay
2: and
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh a bunch of stuff that's just like this is great, this is just like some good shit mm-hmm. um i'm i'm gonna end on the the most affecting bit uh though so. As far as just like just good shit, yeah. Um, yeah, Elpis, like all of it. Uh, getting getting some more Emmet Selk. That was great. Uh, getting to do a dungeon with MX Selk and Nah and Thlodius. Uh, I, I think Thlodius is my favorite of those three characters now. Absolutely, he's so good, <laughs> and he he, he functions as such a great foil to Emmet. It's it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so fun, um, uh, so that like and that just that makes that ending scene that Ben uh, was talking about like just It's good. It's really good She's and
1: sad. Right the gun.
2: Yeah, uh, then there's obviously like the trials are good. I like the trials. Uh, no, I, three, all, I think all three of them are good.
1: Uh, what is it? Twisting my crystal, mama, and uh, planets.
2: Yeah. Uh, just like, but like finishing a cutscene, zoning into the like the the place, like just before the the final trial, and the first thing I hear is big fat tacos. That was great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I know that that's not what the lyrics to that, that song are. But I can't not hear it anymore.
1: Then you finish it and you do that one dungeon. It's like chicken tenders, gravy, and fries. It's great.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, all that stuff is good. It's a lot of fun. Um, but as far as like know, the thing that the thing that affected me the most, uh, was the scene with Uriange and Mira's well, parents. You had to say it.
0: Yeah, uh, I was. I, I might have to tie you on that one. I had that, to read that dialogue out loud while streaming.
2: That uh, that got me. That got me really good. That, that was definitely
1: uh, one of the one of the six man. One.
2: Yeah. And like when I was when I was playing through that, I was hanging out on Discord street like just streaming mm-hmm. my my POV to, to Ben and I think Teddy was there. Man, that was rough. <laughs> That's a tough scene to get through. It
1: is very affecting. But oh, Walter, I was just thinking about that shit. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. It's yeah. uh, it's so baffling. Like,
0: yeah,
2: character shows up in ARR for twelve for quests, <laughs> like yeah. 12, 20 quests. It's nothing. She has almost no impact. As far as like, long pe long term, but that character is written and acted and performed so well, mm-hmm. and the just like, it's affecting in the moment, and then you get here and it's so affecting again.
1: It's the, it's the <laughs> it's thing like... that it's, it's the thing that it's just sprung on you, right? Like. They clearly, they clearly tease it. They tease and meet between those those characters right at the beginning, uh, yeah. when Rian J talks about he's been, he was too scared to go to go to the Aetherite facility or whatever uh, because he couldn't work up the nerve to go in there and talk to them and talk to her parents, um, and then they just they just uh, ambush him right there in in uh, Labyrinthos, and. Um, it's such a surprising thing because like, it was so well done because the quest that you got beforehand was so infuriating because you, you had to find those 12 scholars or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was done uh, on like, purpose.
1: Our... It was so annoying and then you get that as a payoff and I'm just oh, damn. It's <laughs> like, it's such a good you moment. Can, you can have this for us annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's...
2: Yeah, like that that was really affecting. Um, I, I do wish that they could have found a way to do the, like, quote unquote heroic sacrifice thing, uh, that happens in Ultima Thule. Yeah, in a way that, powerful. in a way that didn't feel forced, right? And like, cause. I at no point did did was I like oh this is like actually happening, it didn't feel it, at no point did it feel like it's real that they're they're actually sacrificing themselves. It's like at, oh at they're the point, they're gonna come back later a hundred
1: percent. At the point of, of Yushala and uh, Yushala doing her thing and then Ryan just is like yeah I'm just gonna fucking walk into here and die as well. Uh, I was like okay so that's that's clearly a it's it's not even like a maybe it's they're kind of they're gonna come back by the end of this
0: i think yeah th- thinking back to thinking back to that moment i think they all, it definitely feels i didn't believe it on stream i know okay. there was predictions of of you know who who's gonna bite it who's who's not leaving endwalker and you know i again spoiler section Almost every single person leaves endwalker like no one really dies. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if that's a point because the big part of that all of your friends sacrificed themselves the long walk up to uh, to that whole part going up. I was trying to find the specific cut scene um just to put it in the background, but it's it's close to the end and I don't know which part it is, is mostly for. Hithlodeus, Hithlodeus, Hithlodius to and Emmett to. To bring our friends back. Right, because they and it's a weird, moment for those characters because all, you know, our in present timeline Emmett wanted to do was bring, his, family and friends back. Yeah, and the past version that we deal with which is not it's the past version but then pulled all the way through time basically to get all his memory back he brings our friends back
1: the, well, i guess the two of okay, them so the version that we that we summon at the end is is, is, is isn't is past emmet it's that's just days emmet after yeah. i would assume so i
0: mean because once he went to the ethereal sea he would then get all his memory back that's right. what they, they set not, that up it's
1: not even it's not even that it's like the moment of his death like the, the moment he was dying he he had the memories when
0: we when we killed him yeah i think it, uh, it may have been happening during through. the remember us part i don't know yeah. or if it would have happened like post that I mean, it it would be it would
2: be immediately after that
0: right you know, like immediately
2: after his line of remember that we live and then he disappears yeah his next experience would be something along the lines of oh I remember this thing that happened to me yeah. wait they were there in the past what ah yeah.
0: <laughs> it's that sort of thing yeah I think that's that's what it's supposed to symbolize so they had to find a way even if the emotional weight of all of our friends basically getting Thanos snapped in front of us one at a time isn't didn't have the same emotional pain I think the emotional setup is four for Emmett and Hithlodeus yeah, that's, yeah. that's the point yeah so. i i i,
1: and I mean um, it, it, even if if you remember the from from the last talk with uh with crystal mama she does she does say that this that this power gives you allows you to give form to the formless like all of that yeah. was clear, so obvious it was going to happen when you look at it again
0: they they kind of um, they kind of gave you the macguffin before it got there to take out the yeah. edge off which is weird when you have they just hand you creation magic and you're like you can bring her anyone back from the dead you're like Okay. It's like the Dragon yeah. Balls, basically. It's like how death tension in yeah. Dragon Ball doesn't doesn't exist because Oh no, they died. I oh wait. I definitely
1: think they, they they should have killed someone. It, well um, it it doesn't it's not like it needs to happen. I just think I think somebody I think swimming the cast is a is a thing that, that could have happened and it would have been a positive thing.
0: I think part of um, that is weird because Technically, they do because if we never see any of the ancients back ever again, then they're all yeah. dead.
1: Well, I think I think we will. I mean, like I said, Havelodius uh, he- clearly fucking says in in that in that cutscene, um, you know, uh, I hope that we that we meet to see each other again in this life or another. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely definitely will happen again. Maybe not this patch. Uh, this patch content. Mm. Uh, this patch cycle, but the next, uh, like I, I definitely would not say no to seeing more Emmett and Heploides. Well, uh, uh, of course, as nice as their send off was, as nice as their little send off was, um, it's just uh, you know Emmett being a little a little snarky bastard
0: all the way to <laughs> the, the, the end. To... But they gave him that yeah. that bit of Vegeta smile at the very end. There, you know, that's just. I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff lately, so the reference is right there, where that arc of that character takes so long, and it's it's similar, uh, I suppose, in that regard, where a character's arc takes like an actual our lifetime, decades to happen. Emmett doesn't in our lifetime. That's just Shadowbringers end of well Stormblood ish into Shadowbringers into Endwalker, so four four and a half years, whatever, in real time. We're waiting for patch content. But in his lifetime, it's millennia. And there are so many awesome threads about how the character growth and little notices about how lines were written when he was angry Emmett, Assy and Emmett, and how they're written when he is just the ancient that doesn't know who the heck we are, thinks we're familiar. And then at that last Field of Elpis Flowers scene on how he's written then, when he knows everything, when everything finally... Goes back into his timeline. It's it's so crazy that something that just that incredible is written into an MMO, right? We're talking about WoW and SWTOR a little bit during this, and we're not gonna mm. we're not gonna keep bashing on like Ooh. Sylvanas or whatever.
1: But Oh, I have no intention. I have no intention of bashing on Sylvanas. Uh, Steve Dunuser is where all of my hatred goes to. Yeah,
0: it's tough. But I mean, what isn't at the last? Fan fest or like the last two, at least mm-hmm. it was the Shatterbringers fan fest one, the live stuff that only happens over across the world. But when the writing team was on the stage, you can look the clip up. The writing team got like the craziest standing ovation for Shatterbringers. Just and that's I don't know how as an author as a writer, I can't imagine a, a greater connection to your audience than like that. It's just a huge outpouring of love for that team. And, and they clear. deserve every bit of it. I mean, they oh, give yeah. It
1: to us, we give it back. So that's, that's how that works.
0: Indeed. Well, I am in the house just hanging out with my sushi. I think it might be time to uh, to call it there. Definitely got a bit more of a spoilery end cap section. Anything else you want to you want to end with? Because I just kind of echoed a couple of different things. Like I said, that the Moon Burita stuff. Reading it live on stream reading out the parents dialogue was hard and that's what this game challenges you and it rewards you a different way like the story gets you emotionally but then the systems allow you to like play feel like you progress reward you for your time some of it's definitely grindy it is still an eastern mmo right it still comes from japan they definitely like their grindy stuff but I think overall, it's still great to feel like you can can play, progress, move on to other stuff, come back when new patches come out, experience great new story, cutscene stuff. I think my only gripe that I thought of post our last community chat, or the last episode was, uh, I think I may have mentioned it then, I wish the raid stuff or the trial stuff in the future Are is voiced. Yeah, that is uh, one thing I would like.
1: But, but I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not gonna. It's certainly not a big deal that it isn't. It's. It's more just. It would be very, very nice if it was. It would be. I mean, yeah.
2: It would be really nice if all of it was voiced. That yeah. would be really nice. <clears throat> but that's also asking a lot. So. I mean, they still
0: they saw like eighty something odd voiced cutscenes in Endwalker, which is the most of any expansion, and. It's so it's much. It's
1: only ever going to increase, right? Like it's 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 yeah. only ever, the amount. is only ever I mean, ever I just become. I just don't want to have to read anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that that's the okay. That's fine. We're gonna we're end on the Bob note. <clears throat> Bob doesn't want to read anymore. Sounds good to me. Ben is afraid of triangles. Thank you, boys, for sitting down, chatting today. <laughs> it's, it's actually funny. Go, Rick longtime member of our overall community is going through the story now. He just got to Stormblood last night and I was trying to like catch up and watch some cutscenes that, that he was just watching. And even like the end cap notes of Heaven's Ward aren't voiced, which is so weird now being in like a Shadowbringers and Endwalker post era where all those big moments are voiced. Mm-hmm. You have to read a lot of that. Like the least unmasking stuff is voiced, but then everything else is to, it's you got to click through all the dialogue. So I totally get it. If more of those, because that's where the emotional comes from. The the team that they have, the voice actors are all so damn good. I wonder if all the languages have the same feeling to the casting of of their localized language in this game. It only goes to four languages, but man,
2: I mean, good. I'm I'm sad we didn't get um the the hornier version of uh Hosh Hoshfant.
0: All
2: right. Well, Japanese version. Yeah, that like was yeah. The crazy. Japanese, the Japanese, uh, harsh fun is.
1: Leave him alone.
2: All right. Well, He's, uh, a little into you. I didn't. I didn't I think, think you. Think you could, see
0: that. I didn't think you could uh, one up what you just did with. Don't want to read anywhere, but now you, you wish you had hornier harsh fun. All right. That's it. That's it then. All right. That's that's nope. <laughs> Cutting you off. <laughs>
2: Just <laughs> you off. I mean a harsh I mean harsh fund's great, but what if he was
1: like into you? What if he was going like lie and also wanted you real bad there and then? Nope. That would be so good.
0: No, nope. all right. Uh, you guys you guys are getting <laughs> muted. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign <laughs> off. Alright, yeah, g- go giggle. Exactly. Good grief. Okay, that's one way to end it. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Final Boss TV 216, thank you all for tuning in, listening, watching, while we have this little community chat about stuff in the game that we're currently just working through, having fun doing. This time with more visual. The, the previous episode, 215, is pretty much only a podcast. I just did an intro and then went into essentially a podcast. But if you're listening to this on the podcast channels, appreciate it. Leave a rating if you're listening to this and watching along on YouTube, then like button helps me out a great deal. You can support final boss TV directly by becoming a member membership button is right down below Uh, all the streams. All the stuff is right here. So you can't miss anything. I'm posting all of my MSQ chunks and pieces and editing uh, out a lot of the extra stuff just to get like all the cutscenes and the actual runs uh, in all those, you know, more bite-sized formats down from nine, 10 hour streams. And then the duty complete videos for the raid stuff we're doing. I'm going to post the old raid stuff we've recorded and if you're watching this and listening soon after this launched on January the seventeenth, twenty twenty two, check out my Twitter at FinalBoss TV on Twitter for the MOG station giveaway. Thank you all very much for listening and I'll see y'all in the next one.